Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks for joining me again on the broadcast, or maybe you're listening on the podcast or video. Thank you for that and for sharing it. Uh, we're, we're reaching into the thousands of downloads now, and so we appreciate people sharing it. And we're reaching in numerous states and several countries around the world. So we thank you for that. I truly believe it's because it is God's Word, and He is multiplying that. That's been my prayer all along. I'm just a branch in the vine, and the vine brings the fruit, and I just bear it, and so are you. And so I pray that we're doing that together. I trust you had a great weekend, and we're both blessed and challenged in your time with your church family and loving fellowship, grateful worship, a humble gathering together for communion or Eucharist, and in the sharing and receiving of God's Word, His truth in grace and love. Last week, we wrapped up our teaching on Thursday with the emphasis on obedience and hopefully recognizing that we are all obedient to or servants to whatever or whoever we willingly submit to and serve. You can call Jesus your Savior all you want, but if you're obeying, i.e. lovingly, don't miss that word, lovingly submitting to your flesh and selfish desires to the world and the enemy, then sin and Satan is your master as that is who you're obeying. That's who you're serving. And the word says that's what you love. We can and must choose by faith through grace, day by day and moment by moment, to be obedient in love with and therefore willingly submitting to Christ as not just our Savior, but as our Lord. If you missed any of the Authority of Love messages, want to listen again or view any of these and share them, you can find them at loveandlordship.com. That's loveandlordship. Don't put the ampersand in there. Spell A-N-D, loveandlordship.com. And you'll find the read, watch, and listen tabs where you can do exactly that. Videos, podcasts, or articles. And there's many on there, these and many others. So I encourage you to do that, share it with others, and give us your feedback. Thank you for those who do. Appreciate the challenges, the encouragement, uh, all of that. You can, you can contact me at love and lordship, once again, A-N-D in the middle, love and lordship at gmail.com, love and lordship at gmail.com. Excuse me. Now, in this episode, we're going to find out one of the ways that the Lord and Holy Spirit can, can and does discipline us as He is crafting and shaping us in His image. Wouldn't it be great if we got saved and you arrive fully mature, no discipline or growth or maturity needed? That's not the case, though. You see, it's that crafting and shaping and that this is discipleship, and it's required for us to move from the natural person the old man or woman, the natural tendencies and desires of our fallen and sinful nature that we still live in and that still surround us into the holiness and loving servanthood of walking in the Spirit as Christ's disciples. It's an ongoing and lifetime effort and venture. And I might add adventure. I can tell you that after doing it now for going on 37 years, you see, but here's the beauty of it. We've been given all we need in the Lord, in Christ, in His Word, and Holy Spirit in us to make these choices out of love. And the Lord loves us far too much to allow us to simply enjoy the pleasures of sin. That's why discipline is required, the discipline of His Word and Holy Spirit in us, and are acting upon it by choosing to discipline ourselves in line with the Word and the Spirit. Remember, the last fruit 
of the nine men listed there in Galatians 5, 22 through 24, the last fruit of the Spirit is self-control, self-discipline. Huh, wonder why we need that. Well, sometimes, maybe even often, this is not pleasant. And we'll see that throughout this week's focus in our messages from my utmost for his highest. Today's message takes us to the next level in obedience as we must allow the Lord's discipline and follow through in the Spirit in our own discipline, our own choosing, in order to die to the things of the flesh and ourself and the world and live for Christ and His kingdom. The title of today's message hits home with all of us, and it is The Discipline of Dismay. Now, again, if you're following along online at myutmost.org or through the hard copy of My Utmost for His Highest, we're on March 15th. We all understand that discipline is by nature tough. We must, even in our world, in our own flesh, choose to say yes to things that our body or senses don't necessarily enjoy, like exercise. I'd rather not do that. I'd rather be fully whole and healthy without having to do that. But I need it. That's called that's self-discipline. On the other hand, we must choose to say no to many things that our body, our taste, and our senses desire, either because they are sinful or illegal, or they are simply not good for us, or maybe too much of a good thing. Think of that second or third or fourth Snickers bar, or piece of cheesecake, or insert your favorite dessert, right? You see, left to ourselves without discipline, we would all end up in really bad shape in every way, mentally, physically, emotionally, and yes, spiritually. Many of us are there because we choose to not practice disciplines and self-control, but simply gratify whatever desires we have. In our fallen sin nature, this is totally destructive, and God's Word guides us into discipline, i.e. discipleship. This is just as true in the spiritual realm as it is in the physical or emotional or mental realm. And as believers, we have the Holy Spirit to empower, guide, teach, prune, correct, and encourage us by faith to practice his gift of self-discipline or self-control, two sides of the same coin, all right? Now, I've said all of this to help prepare us to understand that God does use things that we don't like or, or we see as pleasant, but he has a much greater purpose in that of forming us in the image of his son. And one of those is discouragement or dismay. Sometimes those things happen. So let's check out today's message from my utmost for highs, beginning with the scripture text in Mark 10, 32. And as they followed, wow, following Jesus, the greatest thing ever, right? Listen to that. And as they followed, they were afraid. Hmm. I thought, or at least we seem to hear a lot in messages and sermons these days about the joy of following Christ and getting all we desire and being prosperous. Well, that is true to some degree. So why would include why would following Christ include fear? Well, Oswald Chambers goes on to say, at the beginning, we were sure we knew all about Jesus Christ. And remember, we're infants when we we're first saved, right? But we feel this way. We're excited. We're emotional. We think we know all about Jesus Christ. It was a delight to sell all and to fling ourselves out in the hardihood of love. But now we're not quite so sure. Jesus is on out in front, and he looks strange. Jesus went before them, and they were amazed. 
They didn't know quite sure what to think. There is an aspect of Jesus that chills the heart of a disciple to the core and makes the whole spiritual life gasp for breath. Whoa, whoa, that's not what I signed up for. Nobody shared that part with me. But he had to take his disciples that were with him through it. So it's no different for us. The strange being, Chambers continues, with his face set like a flint and his striding determination strikes terror into me. Does he really know what he's getting into? Does, doesn't Jesus know that this kind of resolve to get to Jerusalem, it, it, what the danger that it's putting in him and us in harm's way as well? They wanted to kill him the last time we were there, and they still do. Back to the devotional. He is no longer counselor and comrade, friend. He has taken up with, he is those things, by the way, but he's taken up with this point of view that I know nothing about, and I'm amazed at him. At first, I was confident that I understood him, but now, not so sure. I begin to realize there is a distance between Jesus Christ and me. I can no longer be familiar with him. He is ahead of me, and he never turns around. I have no idea where he is going, and the goal has become strangely far off, even if he's told me where it is. But folks, that's faith. He has to move us from the immediate emotions and gratification of being saved, our initial understanding and response, to the deeper faith and walk of him being Lord and our desire to be simply for him, not what he can offer. Although what he offers is incredible, we just need to understand it from the eternal perspective, not just the here and now. Back to Chambers in the devotional. Jesus Christ had to fathom every sin and sorrow man could experience, and that is what makes him seem strange. When we see him in this aspect, we do not know him. We do not recognize one feature of, that, of his life. And we do not know how to begin to follow him in that way. He is on in front, a leader, very strange. And we have no fellowship or friendship or comradeship with this Jesus. Now, we actually do. But it takes the discipline of his word and his spirit in our life and the dismay that comes with dying to self and losing that immediate gratification and emotional uh, uh, responses to help us understand what that relationship actually is. Chambers says it this way, the discipline of dismay is essential in the life of discipleship. That doesn't sound very encouraging, but it is absolutely necessary because, he goes on, the danger is to get back to our little fire of our own and kindle enthusiasm at it. He, he says, go look at Isaiah 50, 10, verses 10 and 11. When the darkness of dismay comes, and it will, endure until it is over. Because out of it will come that following of Jesus, which is an unspeakable joy. This is in spite of what you will face, how others will respond to you, and what you may receive or not receive. Let me close with this quote that requires us to be refined pruned, cleansed, and changed if we're ever going to get the full joy of this relationship as his disciple and as disciples together as his church. Food for thought, 
This is a quote from our book, The Authority of Love, second edition. It sums this up very nicely, but requires discipline to even accept it. Maybe and likely even the discipline of being dismayed as you grow in your relationship with him. God is every bit as gracious in what he withholds from us as in what he gives to us. Will you allow the disciplines of his word and spirit to get you to where all you desire is him? All the rest eventually falls into place, if you will and if you do. Love and action. Spend time with God and his word and prayer listening every day. Begin with the scriptures in this message. There's only a couple of them there. But check them out in terms of what, you, what we've just talked about. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, what are you struggling with today that causes dismay? Are you allowing it to draw you closer to Jesus or to push you away and back into your flesh and your emotional and your immediate gratification responses? Number four, ask Holy Spirit to use whatever is needed to make you fully and wholly a disciple of Jesus and begin to see the joy and reward even in the dismay and in the discipline as well as in the delightful and beautiful things he gives and allows you to receive. Now, I know this is not always what our flesh wants to hear, but that's the point. We need his spirit in us to hear and to respond so that we can be more like him. Join us again tomorrow. Invite family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to hear these messages. Pray that you're sharing them. Let me know what you think at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Check out our website at loveandlordship.com. You can find the book there. You can find more articles, videos, podcasts, and you can give if the Lord leads. And if not, us keep praying until he shows you who he'd like you to partner with in that way. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned at 1245 for my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.